0: Tune in, tune in, tune in. This weekend, car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. we talking
1: about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lips. You got a problem you haven't found, check your grounds. The show about to start,
0: start. Tune in, 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 tune in. Week in car audio, audio Yeah, yeah Tune in, tune in To This Week in Car Audio Welcome to This Week in Car Audio
2: With your host, Doug The Judge Stockton And your co-host back again The internet superstar And movie star, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez How's it going, Jeff? Thank,
0: thank you, Doug. You're, you're so kind You're so kind <laughs>
2: I'm still sharing a couple more places here. Um, uh, did you have any shows this weekend, Jeff?
0: Uh, no, no. But coming up in the next couple of weeks, though. I'm back in uh, back to Cali, oh, SoCal.
2: So I heard yeah. about that. When uh, that is July 9th, right?
0: Saturday, July 9th, and we just got a sponsor to upgrade it to a 2x. So uh, big thanks going out to Mr. Moses Martinez. Oh, where are for, you guys uh, doing it at? Upgrading. Uh, in San Bernardino, believe it or not.
2: Oh, so he's going to drive all the way down there?
0: Ye- that's what he says. Uh,
2: that, <laughs> I hope so.
0: Says. I so. I hope so. He's already paid. so. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, you know what? He upgraded the show in Reno on July 23rd also.
0: Yeah, he's he's doing big things. Yeah,
2: so he, he's trying to share off um, all the stuff that uh, he's been doing. So yeah. without further ado, uh, let's get to our guest today. Our guest, Mister Rusty Flowers. How's it going, Rusty?
0: Hey,
2: Mister DC Audio himself. Uh,
0: DC, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, Moses Martinez is watching right now.
0: So, nice. Hey,
2: Moses. Thanks for the uh, upgrade there on Jeffrey's show. Yeah. Um, Very nice. And I actually moved my show from the 11th, or uh, yeah, from the 11th to the 18th to help not conflict with uh your show or another show that's going on. So that's all good. Uh we got Barbados checking in. Uh SQ Sounds, Tristan and Tiffany. Uh Rusty knows uh, them. Um Dealers of ours. Yep, absolutely. Yes they are. <laughs> hey, uh Jeffrey, take this for a second. I got to close my door so my wife doesn't yell at me too much. So I'll Sure,
0: sure. Yeah, no problem. So I was I was kind of, um, sharing the story with you, Rusty, that, uh, I went live on my Facebook, right? And I was kind of pushing the show. Hey, we got Rusty Flowers from DC Audio, you know, going to be on the podcast tonight. And, uh, I decided to throw in some trivia and I was like, uh, anybody out there watching know what Rusty was running before DC Audio was DC Audio. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's safe to say I got all these crazy and wild guests and, and, uh, you know, people going back like telling me like PPI and stuff like that. And and, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, some people knew and, um, y- you know, so uh, we talked about you were running uh, Atomic at the time back in, uh, I think yep. you said 2004, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, 2004.
0: And you had the uh, the audio Bond amplifiers, the big what they also call were the microwave amps, right? Because yep. <laughs> they were yep. huge. They, they look like a microwave.
1: They did, they did, and they yeah. had uh, they, they had so many fans on them. You know <laughs> that when you fired them up, it's kind of like some type of you know airplane taking off. They were wild. Oh. Yeah. That's when you run. had
0: that little S10, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, little <laughs> no AD wall. S10. Yeah, yeah,
0: super super straight no wall. <laughs>
1: yeah, I,
2: I liked I liked that. And that class was a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was yeah. fun.
2: And- yeah. And just just before we really get into a bunch of stuff, but um you know Rusty I mean explain to people, even though your first year you went, you were definitely not the loudest guy at World Finals. I think you took fifth or sixth or something like that, right
0: third third which isn't which is
2: not <laughs> bad at all, but you would there's no way you would have reached those goals without other people that were in there competing that were louder than you helping you out. Is that how accurate it's that?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, that's one thing that I'll definitely say about, you know, DB drag is, um, you learned, you know, you got, your, you got your guys that have been there, you know, forever. And, um, and they know a lot of tricks, you know, there's, there's so many little things, uh, to becoming a, a champion and winning anything. It's, uh, it, it was a big eye-opening experience, even going there, uh, in 2004, like one thing nobody bothered to tell me is, uh, it's hard to be competitive in No Wall without a caravan. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> mentioned that. So when I showed up in finals and there's this row of caravans with a with an 88 S10 in, and I'm looking at it like, I missed something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but believe it or not, nowadays you you need a little tiny truck. So they've
1: got them doing good, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you know you know the caravans, man. Those those were the ticket.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. That that was uh. That that was cool, but yeah, like you were saying, a lot of the the, the veteran guys, you know, they'll they'll pitch in and help out. Um, I remember some Canadian guys, you know, came by and they were looking at the truck and uh, they were like, "Hey, you want to know how to you know gain like .2?" I was like, "Okay, <laughs> right <you're talking> now." <laughs> Tell me where .2 is. Sure, go ahead, man. What's up? Where's it at? <laughs> and uh, it was the whole, you know, uh, uh, duct tape. You know, from the outside of the surround to the face of the box. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know that one. So I'm like, I'll try anything. Slapped it on there, point two. I was like, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's and it's these guys that have done it, you know, um forever that uh that you know have all these little trips uh tips and tricks and whatnot and and you know, that's the, the championships a lot of times are like, like Jeffrey will tell you, you know, there's sometimes, they're <laughs> tenths, you know what I mean? And, tenths, um, yeah. Yeah. And I'd imagine, dude, that you know, your, your world champion ride, you know, I'm sure you have, you know, probably thousands of hours into that thing, you know, mm-hmm. looking for every 10th and that, that's what it takes to win.
0: Yeah, exactly. For sure.
2: Uh, real quick, Tristan over on the YouTube side says, I don't know if uh, Tiffany or I ever told you, but Rusty is who gave us our first dealership and helped us get SQ sounds out there. Thank you to everyone at DC Audio. Oh,
0: yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, You know, everybody starts somewhere, right? Yep. And, and uh, no matter what we're doing in life, I look at it like, you know, everybody, everybody you, you never know uh, really what anybody's capable of. Mm-hmm. So give people a shot. Somebody needs their first shot. Everybody, yep. you know, and um, if they do great with it, that's great for everybody. It's great for them. It's great for you. Um, if they don't do anything with it, then, you know, you learned something about them and they, you know, they, they, they didn't want it that bad, you yep. know, So, uh, but somebody gave me my first shot. Yep. You know what I mean? At a lot of things in life. Um, so I, I try to pay that back. You know, somebody comes to me and says, Hey, you know, I want to give a, you know, give a run at this. Cool. Let's see what
2: happens. I mean, you were there for uh John Robbie, right? And his yeah. up and coming thing.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother story, right? <laughs>
2: the, the short version of
1: that man is uh uh you know, a long, long time ago before anybody really even knew who he was, uh this kid shows up at the back door of DC and um something about I heard you got a you know you got a SBL meter here. And I, <laughs> yeah yeah i do and uh so we metered his car and uh I, i'm pretty sure i promised um i'd never tell anybody
0: <laughs> what
1: it so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that i think it was uh just a couple uh maybe one or two rockfords in the back of his truck and uh not impressive <laughs> no <laughs> but uh yeah so maybe he it, I think once he got on that meter, you know, it kind of, it kind of uh, kicked something in him. You know, when he started coming back and getting different things and trying to get a, uh, trying to get you know more score out of it, the same way all of us get you know hooked into the into the meter deal. And um, the guy, the guy you could tell was super driven, a real go-getter. And uh, I offered the guy a job, and uh, so he worked for DC for a while. And he's he's a hard worker. I watched that guy. You know, with his eBay account, you know, he would drive back and forth to LA to pick up product, come back, wow. slam it on eBay, you know, um, at his garage, at his house kind of set up. And the, the guy's super determined and, like I said, a really hard worker. Nobody could ever take that from him. And, um, yeah, and lo- look at him today. You know what I mean? The guy's a, the guy's a huge success. And um, I'm just happy to, uh, to, to see a friend do well and uh yeah know that i gave him his first shot and
0: yeah that. it's a beautiful don't
1: thing about, on, don't forget about the little guys that helped you out <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so i mean and, and that's another thing that's um pretty awesome about like the dv drag and the industry and the <clears throat> people we got involved with this uh jeffrey's boss um uh what's his name roger boss. or something like that is he's not your boss roger. Well, I hey. I don't know.
0: It's kind of weird, you know. I've known him for so long, like yeah. you know, consider him more of a buddy than a than a boss. Yeah. But uh, you know, there's some days where I guess we got to play that role. But
2: <laughs> but, but I uh, mean, yeah, okay. you know. So so Roger, um, you know this this I car Sure, head. Go
1: ahead. So to 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 talk about Roger, um. So, Jeffrey, how long ago did did uh, the Team XSSPL stuff, man? How long ago did all that man. stuff start?
0: <laughs> well, it started way before, I, uh, let's see, I started coming around on DB drag. I think it was still around like pre-DB drag days.
2: Yeah, I heard. Uh, I want to say like,
0: yeah, kind of like I asked at times yeah. uh, back when Roger, you know, had his little, uh, what was it a blazer? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's, uh, his license plate, red XS SPL. It's still actually, uh, at the shop right now, but, uh, well, the, the license plate frame, not the, uh, I was was that?
2: the blazers
1: gone. No, no,
0: the blazers gone.
1: Oh, still has a license plate.
0: Yeah. The license plate. Yeah. And I think every car after he had, he would put that license plate on it, but <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, you know, right now it's, uh, there's nobody on the team you know kind of just we all went our separate ways and you know did our own thing but uh yeah that was like man way back in the day
2: yeah so so where i was going with that whole thing is without db drag and the competition scene as a whole you wouldn't have roger working for crossfire you wouldn't have jeffrey working for crossfire you wouldn't have rusty starting up DC audio you wouldn't have yeah. had t3 sounds going on you wouldn't have had dd audio uh, come about you wouldn't have had um, you know John Robbie and and uh, you know Sky High come about mm-hmm. so I mean this industry it's absolutely amazing um, the people you meet and how driven they are I mean you got to be driven to be a champion absolutely 100% mm-hmm. you aren't going to become a champion being lazy yeah. and um, when you're around that many driven people, uh, they tend to do some pretty cool things, I would have to say. So. Yeah,
0: for sure. Wow, I totally
1: agree. And, and there's all those 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 off branches like like you're talking about. You know, DB Drag's gonna have the initial people that it influences. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then because of that person's success, they're gonna help other people succeed, yep. and then those are gonna help other people succeed and further you know on down the line and when you really go back to where you know a lot of that comes from you're right it's db db drag i used db drag like when we were had when we had, had sound solutions right mm-hmm. uh, one of the biggest things i did was was use db drag to uh convince my customers to <laughs> keep coming back to get better scores yeah. <laughs> to, to, to build the build the store mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I absolutely use your store as mm-hmm. a, uh, a model when I talk to shops and I say the most successful thing I've I've ever seen is and, and you weren't the first one to do it, um, but you were probably one of the more successful because you maintained it. And what it is, is a customer comes in, says, how do I get on that board? Well, you get on that board by being loud. Well, how do I yeah. get loud? Well, you number one, you got to be <laughs> my customer. Number two, <laughs> I'll help you, right? Yeah. I mean, because you, you, you got I mean, people may not know, uh, but Rusty, um, he really put himself out and it's not just Rusty when, when Rusty puts himself out, he's putting Anna out too. Uh, whether whether you believe it or not or know it or not, um, you know Rusty's sacrifices are Anna's sacrifices too. Uh, they are a team. I've never seen them. You know and not saying that they're perfect, but uh, definitely, you know, they come together as a team She stopped doing her previous job to help with DC audio, you know Um, And that and that's wholly rusty's thing Uh, Rusty stopped racing motorcycles to satisfy his wife Anna, you know, so I mean it it, that's (laughs) that's how it is, right? I mean they're Mm -hmm. they truly are a team so when you see rusty sacrifice something uh, you know that Anna sacrifices too, right? Yep. So. Team effort. Yeah, and, and and it shows too. I mean, they're both all in with everything they do. Are you know uh, in uh, DC Audio for sure?
1: Yeah, I think that's the only way to really see how successful an idea can be is if you don't. If you're not a hundred percent, then no matter what happens with your idea. You'll never really know if it, uh, you know, did everything it could have.
2: No, absolutely. Man, I feel like I got,
1: you know, uh, a, a lot of luck, you know, with DC. You know, I've seen so many companies, you know, uh, start up and go away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so a lot, a lot of luck. And uh, in, in, in the beginning of it, I couldn't even get people to run DC. You know, I was sitting there trying to build woofers and whatnot. Wow. Like, man, this is hard to sell them. And then so I started leaning on my DB drag buddies. You know what I mean? Like, hey, <laughs> man, you want to you want to try out some subs? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was really because of those people that were willing to give those subs a shot. You know, just mm-hmm. threw them in to see what happened. They're like, hey, these work pretty good. You know, and then, th- then it started. Then people were willing to kind of pay for it once they see me actually work. You know, but, uh, but up to that point, just trying to sell them, it was rough.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I, you know, I understand I had my company going. Um, We were fairly successful. Uh, You know, we had our legs cut out from underneath us by the big manufacturers. Um, You know, that happens, Uh, especially back, you know, before you started. It was really, really difficult to get involved. I mean, even when you started, it was starting to loosen up a little bit. But still, I mean, just the the ease of getting into the industry now versus when we started was is night and day, right? Yeah. Um, you had to know somebody, you had to know where to go get stuff. You I mean, now I can go on Alibaba and buy, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. wow. You can get pre built anything on Alibaba with, you know, whatever name you want on it. <laughs> That's not what we do though. Just Funky right. Puppy. <laughs> we, we can go funky puppies, right? Whoa. <laughs> People would probably buy that too.
2: Yes. Um, well, you don't you don't remember the funky puppies. Maybe that was a SoCal thing No, no, no,
1: I I remember them. They had the little (laughs) little dog with a surfboard on for a logo. Yeah Was
0: it an actual brand or was it just people? I I think
2: I think it was a brand kind of (laughs) it it was a gimmick brand
0: A gimmick. Okay. Yeah,
2: um, (laughs) I I will say, uh, Jacob fincher and I were talking about having um, having quad box on here, but he doesn't think the world's ready for quad box yet. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so you guys that don't know I think I'll be know. seeing him. I I think I might be seeing him in the next couple of weeks. I, I think thought he, he moved to, to Texas watch. though. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna see him at uh Heat Wave, Texas Heat Wave. I, I'll uh, make sure and ask him if he'll be yeah, on the show. T- talk so. to Leonard we'll <laughs> we'll
2: bring up his quad
0: box Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and,
2: and for you people that don't know um, he is a very interesting individual. That's the best way to put it. Wasn't he developing some like quad wood at some quad point? Quad wood, yes. Quad wood. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I'll pay you $10,000 $10, if you win a world championship with my quad wow. wood. Wow. Isn't that what it was? And uh, so. I, <laughs>
0: we'll have to get him on and uh, clear the air and uh, yeah. see what he says. Uh, no, so. <laughs> nah, but he,
2: he like I said, um, you know, he, he's another one, you know, tried do his thing It didn't work out and he mm-hmm. moved on he's doing uh, selling bikes now um, I mean speaking of you know rusty started out just subwoofers. Uh, oh, hold on real quick. I did see Marisa Marissa in here. Oh, yeah, Marissa O'Brien says she's watching um, Rosa, I know you're watching I saw you poke in there, too Um Talk to Marissa. She's got the bitches of base merchandise. So talk to her. She, yeah I know you didn't get a chance to see her. She was out doing demos at Slamology and I told you to go see her and you were going to but you didn't but uh, Marissa she's good people too. Um, another another family right uh, Marissa and um, Thomas O'Brien, you know when we met them they were DB drag Didn't have a Kid. shop. kids I mean just straight out of high school. Yeah. Um yeah. And, you know they got married through DB Drag. They started their own shop up in um Wyoming. I've had yeah. I've had uh, Marissa on the uh, Marissa on the show. So she was on the show one time and we talked about her stuff and you know how you know all of a sudden out of nowhere one of her memes just everybody was using it, you know? <laughs> Remember the and one with up. her with um the hair trade. Honda, yeah, Honda, uh, fonda. fonda, Fonda the Honda, or something. La, La Fonda, Honda. that's right, La Fonda the Honda. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so she, uh, that's another one. Like I said, um, oh yeah, so <laughs> uh, Tristan wants to know, because, uh, you know, um, people that have been doing this a minute, uh, uh. they've all used Radio Shack, and so Tristan wants to know, uh, has Rusty ever used Radio Sacks, uh? Radio Shack subs, and when he first started in car audio. Was that you? The, the
0: Realistic?
2: Realistic.
0: Oh, Realistics. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 um, I,
1: I have, you know, I've, uh, no, no, never even, <laughs> I, I have had some uh, some budget-friendly stuff. Um, you know, like uh, there was a California brand a long time ago um, called Bumper. I, I doubt they're still around. Um, I used to have some of their tens. The
2: red surrounds.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, so, so I had some things like that. It wasn't until 90, 1996 when I started doing IASCA that pyramid I bought some Soundstream sound gear. Not Face 3? Oh, oh, oh yeah, Soundstream. <laughs> <laughs> My <little baby laughs> in high school had a pair of the clear cones, man. That's right.
2: Just, Poly cones, baby. <laughs> Yep, and you put little LEDs or not LEDs? Then you put actually light bulbs inside the box.
0: Yeah, they did really. Light, <laughs> light bulbs.
2: Well, and yeah, because LEDs oh, weren't around
0: then. Right. Oh my goodness, I can just imagine it now. <laughs> Dude, it was so
2: hot inside those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so no Radio Shack. Um, nope, no Radio, radio Shack. No. Uh, one other question here, real quick. Uh, Lucky McGovern says. Uh, I mean, you might need to explain this to everybody. Um, but it says, uh, does rusty flowers want to do another, uh, food challenge? Just asking
0: food challenge.
2: <laughs> so, so, uh, lucky,
1: lucky, uh, lucky beats me at it. Um, we, have, <laughs> we haven't done it in quite some time, but, uh, we would just do these. So we get on like, you know, Facebook, uh, messenger, call each other and, um uh, just eat some weird random stuff, mayo, pickle slices, and maybe uh, to, you know, take a bite out of tomatoes, stuff like that. Who can stuff the the strangest combination of things in their mouth? And I would usually end up, you know, <laughs> he's got a stronger stomach. And I, was, and I actually stopped bringing it up talking to him because I didn't want to play anymore. <laughs>
2: well, he got COVID and couldn't even taste anymore. That was cheating. Oh, That's no. That's
1: probably why he won. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably
2: why yeah, for a while there he couldn't even Yeah, he couldn't even taste anything. He goes he goes, dude, watch this. Mayonnaise and Tabasco and Whoa. I just dude some nasty ass crap on a piece of bread and nothing. Can't taste nothing. <laughs> yeah. So um all right. Yeah, so I guess
0: that's a uh, bright side to uh, getting COVID, right? <laughs>
1: You he didn't want not taste it
2: <laughs> yeah and then uh what was it one time you said something about you've eaten top ramen before and then all of a sudden like the next couple of days good lord did top ramen start showing up at your shop wasn't that top oh, ramen yeah
1: dude, I, yeah yeah. that was crazy i was getting cases of top ramen people were shipping me right to eat all that stuff it reminded me of being a you know, 18 and living on my own, <laughs> you know, just the top ramen everywhere. Although somebody sent me, uh, one. I, it it was called like Shin Black or something like that. S H I N. It was delicious, best top ramen I'd ever had in my life. Spicy, <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, I got a lot of the uh, you know, the 25 cent packets of top ramen, but uh they, you know. It went to good use. I ate them.
0: So did like somebody <laughs> just mentioned you like top ramen and then all these people just started sending you top ramen or
1: yeah, I don't actually remember even what kicked <laughs> it off. It was something like that. Yeah. And it and they must have been Amazon customers, because it's not like oh, okay. top ramen. There's like, like cases of like cases. twenty 30 you know, at a time, and it was just day after day. This stuff was all showing up. <laughs> what, am, what am I gonna do with all this top ramen? <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, the homeless shelter loves that crap.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I was pretty sure there was a, uh, maybe the shrimp. I think I got a case of shrimp, uh, shrimp top ramen. Uh-huh. I, I, oh, I gave okay. that one away, but like <laughs> the chicken, man, I ate those ones.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, so speaking of, like I said, uh, this show's not just about car audio. It's about the people in the car audio. Um, another thing that you and Anna are, um, highly invested in is uh rescuing dogs. Uh, you want to speak yes. towards that at all?
1: Yeah. So um we we started uh doing dog rescue stuff. Ooh. Um the earlier or kind of sound solutions days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. we started doing pit pitbull pit rescue stuff. And then as time went on and we became more uh financially independent, mm-hmm. uh I guess. I'm still broke. <laughs> <laughs> i have money to play with now uh we've been able to do uh more and more things with actual like uh pitbull rescue uh foundation so like the there's one called uh pit crew in sacramento that we we usually do and, and we still need to do one this year but we usually do some type of like big product giveaway and where we will uh let's say you could you could you could buy an entry for a dollar. You know what I mean? And, uh, and all the money, a hundred percent of it goes to the, the, the dog rescues, you know, we don't do one of those. Well, it's a thousand dollars subwoofer. So we're going to keep the first thousand and everything after that. You know, we don't do anything. Like, we just, we just give all the money to them. Um, so we do things like that. Um, Anna, uh, she is, and I don't know how she does it, but she's somehow involved in some of the, uh, the dog uh multiple dog uh, rescue foundations like the, uh, their amazon account so she watches for things that they ask for you know whether they're their uh food um dog beds kennels what, whatever it is that they need so she uh, she buys a lot of their stuff on their amazon stuff for them and just has it sent directly to the shelters um we we foster dogs at the house uh we usually try to find dogs that the ones that you know nobody wants the ones with the with the most problems because they're the hardest to get rid of we generally don't foster puppies because they're all ungodly cute and have no problems getting home (laughs) it's always the ones that uh you know that have it the roughest so we we take those ones and then um we we also give like a not it's a small you know small percentage again we're not you know Richie Riches, but we give a percentage of the money that we get from DC. You know, we donate it to the Dong Foundation, so you know the money goes further than just DC Audio. It's we pay the bills, we we get the payroll paid, you know, things like that. But you know, we also do things like that um, to help help dogs, and and they're mostly all pit bull stuff.
2: Yeah. Cool. Um. So speaking of which. the the other thing uh that happens too um with companies like yours and um you know uh justin in particular justin Hankey um you know and and i don't think it's limited to him i i feel that just about everybody that works for you or has worked for you um seem to consider you guys you and anna family and it seems to be reciprocated it's um it's beyond just a boss-employee relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, It's just awesome. Um, you want to speak towards that at all, or?
1: Yeah. So um, I'm not. I'm not a very good boss. Right? So we'll start with <laughs> that. I didn't go to any type of business schools, anything like that. I have no idea how to manage people. I know how to be their friend. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So, uh, so really that's, you know, that, that that's kind of how I try to run DC is, uh, you know, I don't really look at anybody as a, as an employee. You know, if you work here, you know, we're going to be friends and that's just how it is, you know? Uh, so bring them in, you know, create that friendship and, and, you know, we all just work, work together and, and I, it's, it's easier for me that way too. I'm not, I'm not good at, uh, like I said, telling people how to do their job. I'm actually bad at even training people how to Build subwoofers. I'm great at it myself. Sometimes I just tell him, just watch what I do and copy me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but yeah, just Justin himself. Just just to speak about that guy, you know, he's been here a long time. And um, before he worked here, when I'd seen him at the shows, you know, he uh, he always uh, impressed me as being one of those guys that he can talk to anybody and he can talk to them forever. <laughs> and I thought, man, that that guy just needs to sell something. If he could just incorporate, you know, a product in that whole conversation he's just having with people, you know, it'd be amazing. And uh, so I knew he had a lot of potential. And the other thing with Justin is, uh, and I don't want to say it's a downfall because I see people taking advantage of him and it drives me bananas, but the guy is the nicest guy in the world. He will do absolutely anything for anybody. And um, I, I love him for it. And, uh, I try not to take advantage of it. You know, even when you don't need him to do something and you're, you know, you're doing it yourself. He's always that first guy to, Hey, you need some help, mm-hmm. you know, or, or any, any time at night, any problem you have anything It's if I had one person, I, you know, one phone call I could make to anybody because I needed something, he would be my first phone call. Cause he guaranteed he'll show up. He's that kind of guy. And I have, uh, there's a lot of love for the guy, you know, for that. I, uh, I DC mean, wouldn't be what it
2: is without him. I, I would agree something. with that. I mean, uh, you know, love you and Anna and all, but uh, Justin is a big part of DC. Absolutely. I mean, his um, part in the base bourbon. I mean, yeah. you know, I what did didn't he, like swap out the engine and tranny on that thing too? And I mean, he's done mechanical work. Uh, yeah, you know. I feel
1: bad about it, man. Like, you
0: know. <laughs> it's just, it's just sure,
1: you bit. do. <laughs> God, that's why I came behind. <laughs> so the first year, it's gonna go to slamology, right? So we get the thing built. It's all done. We bought that suburban originally for twelve hundred bucks. You know, and uh, we ended up uh, just swapping everything out except for the motor and transmission. Uh, everything else, you know uh, had to be, you know, swapped out to make it, uh, you know, what it is. He gets it almost to almost there. And he calls me and the starter had gone out on Like he was stuck in a gas station with start starter wouldn't crank. Anyways, he gets it fixed in, in, in a parking lot, you know, and, uh, ends up, uh, almost there and he's saying, you know, man, the engine's making a weird noise. Like, Oh, you're almost there, bro. You might as well just keep <laughs> it. He's not you like you're going to come back. You know what I mean? You're hours away from the place. He gets there it, it demos the entire time no problem and then on his way back somewhere in Illinois he calls and uh, he goes bad news bro I'm on the side of the uh, the freeway and the uh, uh, you know, the engine went real bad <laughs> it, so it blew up it ended up uh, you know uh, having an oil pan full of needle bearings and I told him leave it there bro it's- I don't know. What do you do with a What do you do with a car this way to hell over there? I have no idea. <laughs> you call Gary Killian and hope he can pick it up for you. Oh no!
0: <laughs>
1: right. So we ended up with a guy uh, in Florida that uh, said, "I'll I'll go get it." He had a flatbed truck, and it, you know, it was the same kind of deal where he did some transport stuff. And I think he already had some stuff coming to the West Coast. So Justin went to hang out uh, at Phil Rose Shop in Mattoon, Illinois, waiting for this guy to show up from Florida to Mattoon. He put the base bourbon and the ba- and the trailer, you know, our product trailer on that thing, and then Justin uh, Justin drove all the way back with him. He could have flew, but Justin was like, no, I, you know, I want to make sure our stuff's okay. I'm just going to hang out right here. Wow. Like, I wanted to come him to come back, man, because I had to answer the phone the whole time he was gone. I was like, I'll get you on a flight right now. bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and that's the other thing is, um, if you ever talk to Justin about his job with you, he he's like, I, I could not have if I designed my dream job, it would not be any different than this. I get to build loud cars, I get to travel around, listen to loud cars, and you know just talk to people about loud cars. I mean, he's yeah. he's enthusiastic about what he's doing.
1: Yeah, um, he 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 loves what he does. I I know he does. And, you know, as with any job, you know, it's got its ups and downs, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a lot of positives and, you know, sometimes you get uh, those one customers rub them the wrong way, you know, <laughs> but that's, that's anything in life. You can work at, you know, McDonald's or, or whatever. You're going to get, you know, some customers that just, uh, they're just going to get at you for whatever reasons. But uh, you know, for the most part, 99% of the time, I, I know he loves his job.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Jose Ramos wanted to ask. Uh, so, did the dog rescue work? Is that what inspired the name the Pit Bull for the 20K amplifier? Yeah. Yep.
1: Cool. That's absolutely where that came from. Is uh, just we, we do so much work with uh, with those pit bulls, and um, uh, that's that's where it got its name. A lot of people ask me, you know, would you name it a Rottweiler Bull? And I was like, no, it's just it, it, it just got that name because of what uh, you know what Anna does with dogs.
2: Yeah, that's cool. All right, no, so so we're already into this thing thirty five minutes, and we haven't even mentioned actually anything about your company yet, (laughs) which which isn't a bad thing, right? Because like I said, this is this is this uh, show is more about the people that are part of it than the actual industry. It's the industry is part of it. The people are what make the industry what it is. So why don't you tell us about? So I've been, uh, you know. Uh, Catch here. I don't go on Facebook very often to be honest with you Um, As you know, uh, Facebook is not a great place to hang out Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You and I've had that conversation before Um, but uh, So but I do see you're starting to post a lot of stuff about bikes with you um, What's going on with you there?
1: so the so the bike stuff um, so I have a big uh, big history with motorcycles uh, which is, you know, part of uh, what's helping fuel my passion for being a part of the bike audio world. Let's say. So my my dad he bought me my first motorcycle when I was five years old, a little Honda 50, and I, I've had one ever since. You know that uh, that transitioned into uh, my early twenties. Uh, you mentioned earlier. You know, I, I raced super bikes for five years, and uh, yeah. Uh, Anna putting into that politely, you know, (laughs) which was cool. It was was fine. It was one of those things that, um, I had a lot of fun doing. I got to travel around the West Coast, go to racetracks, hang out with people. Um, I just, uh, I I wasn't super competitive, not the fastest guy on the track, but even the slowest guy on a racetrack is fast, you know. So uh, it was one of those careers that I had a great time. Um, I was, I was not going to make a, financial impact on my life in a positive manner you know it was a lot of fuel money and uh and tires (laughs) but great times um so anyways yeah, i've had motorcycles all my life and then um the the bagger world which is for people that don't know what a bagger is it's you know it's uh those harleys that uh you know road glide street glides that have uh you know they got giant bearings on them they got Uh, Hard bags in the back, things of that nature. These guys, um, a lot bigger on the East Coast, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a lot of audio, right? These guys have started putting, you know, just tremendous amount of power and speakers on these bikes. You know, uh, some of these bikes, these guys that I'm working with, they got – there's a guy named Troy Milner, right? He's got this bike called Zeus. He has an astronomical amount of powers, a bunch of mids and highs on the thing. It's got six tens in the back of the thing, you know, and they just, they wow. just hammered it. They're wild. So, um, I started, I started building some stuff for these guys. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it just because it's, uh, it's something new, right? I think, uh, uh how long has DC been around 15, 16 years? <laughs> <laughs> something like that, right? So you do a lot of the same stuff. <laughs> So it's been kind of fun doing something different, um, and as, and it started off just doing subwoofers for the guys, and they're like, well, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah, we can do anything you want, you know, as long as people are willing to, you know, uh, help with some R&D, because I don't know, you know, my expertise isn't in what you guys are doing, so I'll do the best job I can. I'll send it to you. You put it on the bike tell me straight out the box it it needs more of this or less of that we'll make some adjustments and and uh, some of the guys like you know troy and a guy named eddie hamilton from weekend audio um, these 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 guys have helped me develop some of this product and uh and it's just started to take off and uh so yeah it's it's been a lot of fun it started off like i said with just doing the subwoofers for the guys and then it came into kind of some basic uh mids highs kinds of things and uh Now we're doing a giant pro audio, you know, mids with compression horns and and things like that. Um, We have a mini amp series that uh, just about done, uh, done with. Um, So we're going to send that into production pretty soon. Actually, uh, that was a
0: secret.
2: Nobody knew about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So everybody knows now.
2: (laughs) So with that, with that being said, so what are the challenges you're finding with the bikes? versus some of the car audio stuff. Okay,
1: so challenge number one. Um, space.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, just space. Space Space is, is a huge challenge. But just understanding some of their lingo has been a huge challenge. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, right. So check this out. So in the beginning, these guys had called and, and they'd say, um, you know, I'm looking for a 10-inch woofer. Um, they're going to go in a sealed ported bag. what 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 the hell's a sealed ported bag you know who who told you that that's not real
0: (laughs) yeah i I had to ask for i had to ask too like why is it called bagger beats you know and they're explaining to me the you know this is referred to as bags and it's the uh, what the side the pockets that go on the sides of the uh of the motorcycle okay (laughs) i wasn't the only one
1: (laughs) somebody said they, they they have a sealed ported you know bag the lids, which normally open up on the top so you can put stuff in it, they are sealed to the bag so they no longer open, and then there's a Ooh. port somewhere on it. So that's sealed ported. The other thing that these guys do is, so in the beginning, they're like, hey, I want to get some of these level four, you know, tens. You know, what's their power rating? Uh, it's a 1,500-watt speaker. Okay, well, my buddy's got a uh, 10K on him, and he doesn't have no problem. And I go, that's that's impossible. You can't <laughs> I don't know what your buddy's doing over there. He's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it turns out that you know what these guys are doing is they're you know they're they're getting these uh, you know Sound Digital's making all those uh, uh, Evo X amps, and, and they're really small. They do make it. They do make a lot of power. You know, we put them on some of the bikes, and uh, and they do an amazing job. You know, they're real small, but uh, you know they're just, they're putting an astronomical amount of power on the bikes, and then just dialing it back to, you know, what what the speakers can take and uh, not go up and smoke, you know. Uh, but I, you know, but like I said, it's completely different. You know, I can, now I've learned, I can get away with telling these guys, you know, put a, I know you're gonna use a sound digital, so put a sound digital 5K <laughs> give them those subs and everything will be fine. I tell that to a car audio guy, he's so gonna call me next week and tell me his trunk's on fire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you mean fuses? Fuses are for, Yeah. <laughs> Lussies, right? Yeah um john dempsey here says oops i think he's uh, so he thinks your uh new amp series is gonna be the chihuahua series for the bike (laughs) (laughs) you know i
1: don't i I actually haven't come up with uh, with a real name for him yet you know i was i was on the internet you know Things like small, you know, looking at, uh, you know, mini, nano, you know, things of that. And then and then I've also learned that if you're going to come up with a name, then you have to start researching every other car audio brand to make sure that they're not already using it. So uh, I don't actually have a name for them yet. They're just uh, the teacup pit (laughs) bulls. Yeah, the teacup pit bulls. I I don't think
0: the bikers would go for (laughs) chihuahua or teacup anything. So, yeah, uh, I don't think that's a good idea
1: yeah it's it's the chains and leather series
0: yes (laughs) yeah there you go
1: offended 50 percent of them watching
2: (laughs) that's great um so so now you're doing the pro audio stuff you got the mids the highs the horns which is definitely new for you guys yeah um uh so uh do you do much with kegel still i mean he's got two championships in the bagger beats
1: yeah yeah so um i i do uh he you know when he first started doing it, we weren't really offering anything really for the bike world so his bike's full of a lot of uh, db drive euphoria stuff um Hmm. which is all really really nice gear that's super popular in the bike world those guys the uh i'm just openly promoting competitors Uh, the (laughs) ground zero people you know they're they're super popular in the bike world and but uh, Chris has been, uh, Chris has been, you know, uh, picking up a couple DC things here and there, uh, for the bike, you know, slowly swapping them over. So it's good to see him, uh, good to see
2: him coming home because I didn't want to have to go to his house and talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and realistically, Cagle's been with you for an extended amount time. of time.
1: Yeah. A long time. Kegel started coming around in the, uh, the sound solutions days long before DC, and um, uh yeah he's been he's been a huge supporter uh of me um for a, for a long time and he's uh you know one of one of the people that that got me to where i am you know i tell uh customers i know a lot of the customers right but it's impossible to know every customer so i, I openly put it on i actually put it on facebook the other day i put thank yous out there all the time because. If it wasn't for, you know, every person that ever bought anything, you know, that said DC audio on it, um, I I wouldn't have this job. I wouldn't be able to do what I love. And um, I absolutely love every person that's ever done that for me. Um, So, yeah, I understand. Uh, I don't know. There's lots of things you can buy, right? Lots lots of companies out there and uh, people have that option of buying whatever they want and um i feel as though some some of them buy dc because uh like daniel cruz i think he only buys dc because uh it's got his damn initials on it <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but there's some nice. people that legitimately they, they they love DC audio products and and it's good stuff and, and i i know there's some people that buy dc audio products just because they want to uh they like me you know what i mean they, yeah. they, they want to support me and my wife and the company and watch us grow and do things. And, um, and, and I love, I love all of them to death for, for allowing me to, uh, to live my dream hundred yep. percent.
2: And it doesn't hurt having a cabinet, uh, shop foreman as a, uh, friend when it comes yeah. to box building days, huh? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> he, you just may know where to get some three quarter or one inch or inch and a quarter MDF or HDF. Whatever you need. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe some badass tools to cut that stuff too right yeah yeah <laughs> no 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 that's not how you put a joint together here let me show you <laughs> <laughs> so, right? no no kegel's good guy i mean he's been a supporter of db drag um uh you know and all that stuff uh you know since since i can remember you know
1: yeah um, yeah long time he'd show up at the show with his his little notebook, yep. you know, he sent a notebook on his tire. And <laughs> his and, you know what I mean? Flip some pages and all right, face <laughs> up and turn this that way and that way. And how hot is it out here? A little <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, mm. Yeah. You're going to click down.
2: <laughs> yep. Uh, so, so before we run out of time, I definitely want to get into. Um, Uh, something uh, You've been a supporter of the multi venue location for world finals in DB drag You participated in that and you've also participated and been a supporter of uh, DB drag world finals at a single location Um, Can can you like speak to and explain to people? um, There's a difference in just a one location and a multiple location not that one you know, each has its advantages, but can you speak to like the differences and what? Because since we're doing a single location this year for world finals, can you speak to what that possibly the advantages of that are?
1: Single location,
2: yes, sir. Okay,
1: so single location advantages. Um, I'm going to say that, uh, the biggest advantages uh you're going to have with the single location is a you're you're all in one spot at one time you know which i think is uh is great in the sense of it can it can keep uh it can keep people from arguing about who's got what and how things go you know what i mean if everybody's in one location you got one set of judges everybody's you know coming together to uh to form a group opinion at the same place about things I think that's a, that's a big deal. Um, one of the, my favorite parts about the one location, anytime uh, I went to a one location one is that's when I got to meet everybody. I don't get to compete against. Um, yeah. when, you know, when, when I'd go to the, the East coast, you know, that's when, um, you run into the team live guys, mm-hmm. you know, Eric Alexander, uh, Mike Steyer's uh, Gorman Cassidy, uh, first time I ever saw Scotty Johnson, you know? So, you, so there's all, there's all these big name competitor guys and you can compete all you want. Let's say on the West coast, chances are you'll never see him in person, never meet him, never get to talk to him, never see their cars, um, in person. Uh, so there's a, a lot of those types of advantages, of uh, but being at the same place at the same time, um, Sure, there's sure there's so, more more so
2: okay. so for me personally the big advantage is it the, the competition is its own thing and separate It's what you do after the competition. Uh, you meet these people and you truly connect You you connect because of your love for car audio, but man People have a great time. I mean, Jeffrey has a few stories. I'm sure you have a few stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, there's there's always something great to do with people that you would never, ever meet, as you said, um, yeah. if it wasn't for the single location finals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll never meet them. Yeah. And that being said, um, the advantage of the multi location is I, you know, I know that there's people that compete. On a shoestring budget, um, and can't necessarily afford the the travel to get there, or afford the time away from work. So the multi-location uh, allows people that could normally financially be able to compete uh, to be able to compete on that level. So I think that's a that is a big advantage of the the multi uh spot location is uh it gives more people an opportunity to uh to compete. It gave I know the West Coast guys, um going back uh to like uh the XSSPL guys, you know, Roger, yeah. Jeffrey, you know, the, the West Coast has hardcore competitors that uh that made the trip to the East Coast every year. And several champions that came out of the West Coast that that made those trips, like, you know, Jeffrey there. Um and and there could have been more, you know. There's there's got to be some Jim some guys on the, on the west.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 But what about the guys that couldn't afford to go? Maybe they would have had a shot at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So it opens up the door for those guys.
2: Yeah. And and, and also, like I said, the the for me the big deal and, and <clears throat> what I intend to propose at the end of this year uh, to Wayne is. Um, have a single location every three years and alternate it from east to west. So you go two years Mm -hmm. of satellite locations, and then every third year is, you know, west coast or an east coast single location. Um, It helps with the judging because all the judges are in one spot. And the judges get an opportunity to talk and look. I mean, you guys as competitors don't see it, but things as simple as mic placement. There's discussions amongst the judges on where the mic goes, goes yeah. over 12, up four. Well, does it go over 12, four? Do you angle this? Do you there's really honestly there's discussions, right? Because we try our best to be as consistent as possible. And the opportunity for us to be consistent is um, to if we get together in one location. So that yeah. that, that that's my suggestion, you know. Um, and then it gives yep. the people the advantage of saying, hey, you know, uh, we got two years of satellite locations. Get your stuff in order. And if we move it from east to coast to west coast, then we get to really see if these uh, east coast guys are truly what they say they're going to do and say it doesn't matter where World Finals is. I'm coming. Now, yeah. I guarantee you, we uh, find out. Uh, in, Team Incriminator, yeah. they'll come. I mean they came this year right DTX they came Uh, RP Patel and his group The uh, What are they Soundcheck I guarantee they'll come Um, But those other people I mean and and the same with them Come out west There is a different feel At the show On the west coast than there is on the east coast And and not that It's better it's just different Just different Yeah so I mean it's an opportunity that you don't get all the time and you know and I would highly encourage anybody to take advantage of it you have an opportunity to go to world finals as a as a single location Um, it'll be it should be really good as a manufacturer it's to your advantage Um, To have a single location because now you don't have to split up having two booths Mm. or deciding Hey, I'm gonna put a booth on the West Coast just because it's much closer Um, You know, so um, uh, The clouds of smoke, right? Oh (laughs) (laughs) Joseph Riney says um, By different field, Doug, you mean the cloud all the clouds of smoke, right? (laughs) And it's, Um, it's not necessarily that, um, no, uh, it's, you know, the guys on the West coast tend to, uh, barbecue together and not that they don't hang out together, but, uh, on the East coast, but they hang out together to get just plastered. Uh, they they aren't, they aren't barbecuing together in general on the East coast. They're, they're competing. And then it's how drunk can I get? And how stupid can I be? Uh, that, that's, that's pretty accurate with what you saw in the single like location, East coast, uh, Rusty. Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but on the West coast, it tends to be, Hey, let's chill and hang out and break bread together, brother. Right.
1: The, the West coast events are, are super laid back and, 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 and it is a big hangout event, you know, afterwards.
2: Yeah. So, um, and let's see. Uh, other huge difference is most of the West Coast rigs are daily drivers, not just burp rigs, and that's true too. Um, yeah, but
1: I think there's I think there's another side to that. I think that uh, I there is a there are more daily drivers on the West Coast for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it because the West Coast focuses on daily drivers, or is it because the East Coast has more, you know, hardcore extreme builders?
2: Yeah, I think it's both. Both are not. It's it, it's both things. It's not one individual thing. It's, uh, the the people on the west coast being that they're more laid back and that thing they tend to build something that they could drive on the daily. Um, where the people on the east coast they're building a vehicle specifically for what they're doing, and that and that's that's a very general look. Um, not sure. everybody is that way. I mean, look at Team SSC, right? they have very purpose-built vehicles Um, so it's it like said um, and 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 you can ask the people I mean we had um, Rob Collar on here we've had Dan from DTX Uh, we had uh, the Tennessee um, Gracie on here and they'll tell you it they had a blast and they really enjoyed coming out west so um like i said i encourage them to come out west i encourage the people in the west to go out east it's yeah. um you guys will definitely find um kindred spirits no doubt yeah definitely yeah
0: all right um, but i think that's the way that um the vehicles are uh, the the way they build their vehicles i, I want to include the midwest in with like yes. the east coast midwest and east coast because yes. that's what their roots are their roots are making it loud and and uh just crazy and that's how you know a lot of the uh extreme competitors are are out this uh that way in the midwest and east coast and and uh you know the uh uh, west coast it's it's a little different and in that uh you know their exposure to it is, is like the cyclone and and uh you know the street classes and stuff like that which i mean it's not it's not a bad thing but it's just where their roots were you know that's i think the midwest had a lot of influence in like the east coast uh I guess so to
2: speak. Well, the Midwest was really strong when DB Drag oh, started. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. the the Midwest was where I mean it definitely spread from Midwest out. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, you know, I was able to gain attraction for DB Drag on the West Coast, and then there's a handful of people that helped gain traction for DB Drag on the West, on the East Coast. But you guys had like Sam Horn and um, yeah. uh Steve Steve Benton. Benton. Yeah. And between the two of those guys, they really dominated the DB drag scene as far as amount of events they did and judging and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, which you know, hey, that's what it is, right? And they and they did they did a great job in growing the Midwest for SPL. So, and, and like you said, I think that's where their roots were. Mm-hmm. Um, where on the West Coast, and, and to be purely honest. I push since I started in 2000. I really push the street class, the base right. race, the DB drag, and the daily driven vehicles. Uh, th- that is maybe my fault that I'm not pushing the SPL classes as much, but I do feel uh, your everyday competitor can show up to a show with a daily driven vehicle and compete in base race, top dog, or, you know, and even Cyclone. It is not out of the question, you know, if you have what you consider a pretty loud daily driver and it plays low You have a shot at cyclone. Yeah, right. So yep Um, Let's see anything else we got in here uh, Sam Dunn says I got love for the West Coast competitors uh, Riney says the East Coast guys that came out West were good people uh, DTX folks hella cool Um, You know uh, and that's the other thing too is there's there's a handful of companies uh, that are located on the East Coast, so that's helpful, you know. Uh, yeah, are you fair. going to Are you going to World Finals, uh, Rusty? Or are you just gonna send Justin again? <laughs> <laughs> I like sending Justin everywhere, and he likes it when I send him. So. Oh, he
1: loves it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great relationship. Um. You know i don't i don't have any plans right now of, of going to the east coast anytime you know immediately soon but um you know who knows i've I've actually just been kind of venturing out to uh to some shows again you know i've been uh chained to this desk you know for for a little while and um yeah i'm just now kind of starting to venture out a little bit so hey, who knows what the future holds you know what i mean but uh yeah
2: you know if you're in kentucky you can stop by eminence and uh maybe look at some product over there just saying but <laughs> for those who know they know, right? For those, yeah yeah. 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 So I'm just saying they're out in Kentucky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's, there's a lot of Lights. people out there on the, uh, the, the, the East coast, yeah. a, lot, a lot of people out there. Yeah. A lot, a lot
2: <laughs> in Florida, right?
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Florida. Um, think how many, how many subwoofer companies you guys, uh, Crossfire's in Texas. You're right. This is kind of the middle. Oklahoma is kicker, right?
0: D. Yeah, you got
1: D there, kicker. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Rockford over King, out of Arizona. Yeah. Yep, Arizona. You got uh, Scott Atwell over at uh, FI. Yep, yeah. Vegas. Um, Nevada. Yep, yep. Um, Jeff Vu, man. Sacramento, shout out to Jeff Vu. Man. <laughs> shout <laughs> Jeff out.
0: Yes, <laughs> sir
1: yeah <laughs> that guy's making it happen man good for him he's good he's a good guy man whenever i see him at the shows he just cracks me up i you know i, I like seeing that guy but i like to see everybody succeed you know, it's good
2: yep no that's good yeah even if they're not running your product right it, even if they're not man even if they're not
1: you know you can't you can't and i don't it's gonna sound stupid i don't want everybody to run dc you know i mean you have to have uh a variety of things you know the cars would be boring if chevy was the only car company in the world you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah you have, to have different things you have to have people um uh that that support these different companies uh that create the competitiveness you know um so since it's me and jeffrey here you know there's there's the <laughs> guys, team dc you know mm-hmm. there's there's a crossfire guys a team crossfire and you know, I, I respect the hell out of those guys. I feel this, I, I think they feel the same way about me. And when the guys show up with the lanes, you know, it, it creates this, uh, this, this competition vibe, you know, and, and, and we all love to see our competitors doing great. And it pushes people like me to build a better product. You know, you guys do a better product, you know, and it's, it's just the way it is. Uh, everybody yeah. There's room for all of us to, uh, to do good and have fun. And, uh, I hope the best for all of us
0: yeah. Yeah. Give each other. Motivation.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. that's right. And your speakers might not be right for somebody's build where some other mm-hmm. one might be perfect. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, they don't all sound the same. There's going to be some speaks, some speakers that in one guy's application, mm-hmm. you know, uh, another company might, you know, be able to drop product in and it's louder yep. or you got another customer that, you know, maybe he's looking for something that plays super, super low and there's another company that in his enclosure and his setup you know it plays a little bit lower um it's gonna happen you know we've we've lost some uh some customers to other companies because our product worked better but we've also gained some customers uh on the flip side because our product worked better for them in that application you know um so it it just is what it is and like i said there's, there's room for all of us and you just gotta have fun man
2: Exactly. Our, all right, Jeffrey, we're over our hour already. Uh, you want to hit uh, <clears throat> you want to hit Rusty with our final question, and we'll uh, let him get back to sure, life.
0: sure. I, I feel like Rusty's another one of those guys that it's like he's the quintessential of you know what I'm gonna ask him. So I even feel, I don't even feel like you know asking him uh, the person to ask you know. But um, we'll, we'll try anyway. So uh, Rusty, um, it's a question that we ask all of our guests and basically we want to know what your definition of a bass head is
1: okay um i guess my definition of a bass head is anybody that likes low no frequencies you know if 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 you got subwoofers in your car and uh or if you don't have subwoofers but you are you're saving up to get some subwoofers just because you like bass if you're the guy that's the stoplight and don't turn it down (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. <brought> head. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: That that's a that's a, a a great great definition. Um, Rusty, so tell us where to get a hold of you, your products. Uh, what what people need to do. I mean, because you know maybe retailers. Uh, yeah. what what would they do to get a hold of you and your company? So if
1: somebody's interested in something that that we do or that we can provide for them, um. We have the website, which is dcsoundlab.com. You know, you can go there and look at anything that we make. Um, if you have uh, a custom need, one of the things that we do, um, you can go to our Facebook page or Instagram. You'll see all kinds of custom stuff that we do. If you've got uh, uh, specific colors, uh, anything you want, powder coated frames, you know, anything, we we can do anything for the most part that you want. And that's and we build a lot of custom speakers because of it. So if you have a question about something you want custom built specifically for you, um, give us a call. It's a uh, eight five five S P L D B S with Z. So that's 775-99. Nice. Yeah, you like that? So yeah, call. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you want a subwoofer that uh, will work on a fifteen hundred watt amp that has a uh, glitter pink frame <laughs> and a purple unicorn on the dust cap. I got you. <laughs> so yeah, and then from there, um, you would just venture out to any dealer, whoever whoever you're comfortable with. You know, if you have a local mom's and pop store uh, in your area that sells DC, then you know we can uh, we can get it set up with them. So you go in there, make your purchase, support your local store. If you don't have a local store, um, we have plenty of online options where you could buy it. You know, Sky High Car Audio. Drop it hertz car audio, down for sound. Now, I'm just gonna leave it at that because if I meant, you know, if I, somebody's gonna be mad I didn't mention their name.
0: <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> so, so you can go to any of the online places, buy anything you want. Um, but yeah, that's that's how you get a hold of us. And uh I, I appreciate anybody that does, of course.
2: Uh speaking of which, real quick, uh, you know, I don't wanna get off in the holding tangent, but um you just may have uh, built a custom set of somethings for uh, Mike, right, Mike Hampton?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, man, that's that's been an an amazing uh, 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 adventure in life, right there. You know
0: what? Wow, cool.
1: I, when I first started talking so, to Mike, so hold I on,
2: said, hold on, real quick. Uh, for those that don't know who Mike Hampton is, that's DJ Magic Mike.
0: DJ Magic Mike. So.
2: Sorry about that, Rusty. I just no, want no, to make sure they knew who they were. Yeah. So when uh, when I became a bass
1: head, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I was uh, – I still got some of the cassettes
2: from uh, – from. No. Um, Me too. Yeah. I got a cassette yeah. and like five or six of his CDs still right now.
1: Yeah. I, I so still cool. have uh, them. You know, I went through the whole cassette, you know, pull out men, You know, yeah. I can go out the <laughs> So – Anyways, I I reached out to him, and uh, and I wanted to build him, in the beginning, a subwoofer. And that kicked off this whole friendship. He's been out here and hung out at DC. We've got to spend time together. Um, He's an amazing person. But just recently, I did. I I, I custom-made a -a one-of-a-kind amplifier uh, for him. I um, stripped it down, anodized it blue. Steve Mead did all the uh, the the lasering for the logos uh, for me. Uh, our sub builder Brian did all the graphic art um, for it. Uh, Barnaby Lang did the uh, acrylic backplate, and then we had like a uh, oh, cap cool. logo, you know, with the Magic Mike logos and stuff put on it. So we just we just made it all about him. I didn't tell him anything other than, man, I'm going to make you something cool, you know. <laughs> and I just left it at that. And I actually re- I learned a lot. You know, I learned you can't uh, you can't laser powder coat. Originally, I powder coated yeah. the amp like a cool blue. Didn't work out. You know, so you know, a lot of things I've learned I've learned by screwing him up a few times. And that was definitely one of these projects. But uh, I shipped it to him, man, and then he called me, and it was just you could hear. Um, it just made him happy, which made me happy. You know what I mean? I I love doing things. Uh, for people that you know appreciate him, and then just uh, allowed me to do it, so that that was a that was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, that's that's DJ Magic Mike, and I'm blessed to have him a part of my life, man. I, I really am. To to go from listening to somebody's music in the '90s yeah. yep. to uh, you know being his friend, you know, just just calling him. Uh, I don't know that. Well, I'm sure he wouldn't care, but like some of the tracks that, that he's made like before he released them, you know, he'd make the tracks and he'd send them to me. Hey man, play this song something with a lot of bass, you know, listen to it. Let me know what you think. We'd go back and, you know, we've gone back and forth on, on some of it, you know, uh, help him make some changes. Not like he needs my help. You know, he really,
0: uh, You're the producer, yeah, just, executive producer.
1: Yeah, just to, I think he did it just to make me feel special, which I'm totally okay with. Um, his last CD uh when it showed up man I opened it up I'm looking through it I'm reading and there's dude he didn't say anything but there's there's a thank you to Rusty Flowers and I was like dude this is it's just amazing man you know what I mean I got all I got all weird emotional about it <laughs> but anyway yeah that was uh, that that's Mike man
2: yeah that's good uh we're still trying that's to cool, get him man. on the show it's a matter of connecting with the guy so uh hopefully yeah. i can have him on the show I would uh, really appreciate like said um big part of my bass head journey um miami bass stuff so you know yeah. magic mike and you know mcad, uh, MCAD baby <laughs> i'm telling you the greatest song ever when you have an spl bill because it's 53 hertz yeah i think,
1: I think that thing yeah, that that's bad enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so i I'm, I'm trying to work to try and get him on here i would love to uh make a connection uh we keep listening yeah. to each other whatever anyway so um Jeffrey, Can we get some of
0: his uh music on the the DB Drag CDs or Uh well or we DB so Drag? it's
2: difficult we got Billy E which is another right. one of the east uh the Miami based group from okay. a Tech Master PEB Billy E was part of that group Right um, okay so he's on there and I don't know that Wayne's looking to license any Different music, but that doesn't mean we aren't. But uh, mm-hmm. DB Drag does work directly with Billy E on oh, okay. a lot of the music
0: because I thought we were having some like difficulty getting a, a, a like a CD together, or there was some like uh,
2: there was something because uh, cause, uh yeah. something happening with some licensing stuff, it was changing right. hands currently, right? And that oh, okay, made it, and that made it a little more difficult. Uh, because uh-huh. we did deal directly with uh, Billy E and mm-hmm. uh with it licensing changing hands uh the people that are in charge of the licensing portion were they just uh requested more stuff
0: well yeah. now that we got uh you know magic uh, Mike on board magic mike's magic mike's uh, best friend over here rusty uh, flowers <laughs> maybe we can did get him, him on the, the cd, CD.
2: <laughs> that guy he makes some awesome music that's all i can yeah. say uh, yeah <laughs> i'm a big big fan of his stuff um, yeah, sure. anyway, Jeffrey, so what you got coming up? Uh, where are you going? Let's hear about that two X. And-
0: um, yeah. So, um, I'm doing a show. I'm going back to Cali, uh, like <laughs> the song says, going back to Cali, uh, I'm going to be there for the show that we got going on in San Bernardino, um, on Saturday, July 9th. Um, it's sponsored by the team gorilla Hertz guys, as well as, uh, Greg Marmalejo. Uh, just recently, just a couple of days ago um we got it upgraded uh big shout out thanks going out to uh, moses martinez for upgrading it to a double point event mm-hmm. um so you know i'm going to be out there um if you guys are in the area come out i know socal is huge in the uh, spl scene uh, right now so you know make your way to san Bernardino and uh, come check out the show
2: yep and for me my next show is this coming friday night We'll be at Jay's Alarms. Uh, we only have, I think, one more show after that. And we'll be giving the $5 per DB away for the death match at the end of the show. Um, so if you can <laughs> nice. hit a 150 it pays like 750 bucks. Wow. So um, I'm just saying the base bourbon's I... eligible.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um... Justin, what
0: are you doing? <laughs> I got to see. Justin. <laughs>
2: Um, besides for that, we uh, moved our uh, uh, July 9th show to July 11th. Uh, that c- helped accommodate the shows that you are sorry, 9th to the 16th, uh, which is the following Saturday, uh, help accommodate the show you're doing and some other things happening in the local area. So we, um, you know, we made a, oh, a cool. executive decision to, you know, that way we can help support you guys and what you're doing. Um, cool. Then after that, we're heading to Reno. Uh, again, and this once again, Moses Martinez upgraded it to a 2x uh, yeah. Inviting all the Cali guys saying hey, you know what come out to Reno have a good time <laughs> I mean the location is right down the street from Baldini's uh, we have freedom to do what we need to do um, we can demo and uh, That stuff uh, Joseph Reini wants to know how we upgrade the show you can get a hold of us individually and we can tell you but in general, we charge an additional fee. That fee covers the cost of the sanctioning fee and the additional fee covers, at least in my case, it covers the upgrade in trophies. Uh, as you guys know, you know, as you go to uh, more X's, the bigger the trophies get for my particular event. I believe Jeffries are similar. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, because we have uh, extra judging fees Extra uh, sanctioning fees and extra trophy fees, so that uh, additional cost covers um, those fees for us. So that's how you. Generally, what it's so, huh? fee, huh? Generally, about what is the upgrade from going from? A so single to a I I can't speak to Jeffrey shows, um, but my shows, uh, in it, I charge five hundred dollars per x. Nice. So you want a 1x show, that's $500. You want a 2x show, that's 1000 You want a 3x show, that's $1,500. Um, Jeffrey's uh, fees may be totally different. Uh, my package and what I offer is completely different than what most judges. I offer the sanctioning fee, the trophies, and um, my staff. Uh, so basically give me a place to plug in and a trash can out there and that's what might be, well, I mean, seriously, cause I mean, we don't
1: lit a trash can and I'm having a show. That's right.
2: <laughs> You're
0: halfway there. You got a trash can. Well, I mean,
2: so, so Rusty was a shop owner and Rusty tried yeah. to do his own DB drag one time. And I remember him calling me afterwards and going, damn, it's worth every penny to have you do this. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. It's it, as a shop owner, you know, the. What, what you're after, at least what I was after by having a show is getting your, getting your clientele there, getting potential customers there, getting random people that don't even really know a lot about you there. So you can expose yourself to them, talk to them, do things, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, when you try to have your own show, it's hard. You, yeah, you're so tied up in running the show that all the benefits of having the show a lot of them are going away because you don't have time to address all those people. You know, if you have a shop, you're trying to sell things and make money so you can pay the bills and whatnot. It's hard to sell things when you're running things, you know, that show. So a hundred percent, if, if somebody's watching, they're interested, interested in having a show, hire Doug, hire Jeffrey, you know, it, it's worth every penny. They're experts. They know what they're doing. They've been around a long, long time. They're great people. Give the guys a job and uh, run your store and it will work out, you know, 10 times better than trying to do it yourself.
0: Yep. So, all right, guys, uh, we did run a little bit. We just got an endorsement. We got an endorsement from Rusty Flowers, isn't that cool?
2: So, speaking of endorsements, (laughs) right below myself, right there, right below Jeffrey over there.
0: (laughs) That's a a good segue.
2: I know, right below Jeffrey over there is, uh, we have the spots available on our podcast. Uh, We have a full, deal uh for uh, sponsoring our events or our shows uh the podcast itself uh like i said right below us we have a nice pretty spot down there for to put logos and whatnot and uh commercial time available on our podcast uh remember we put this out on audio podcast also we try to get that out uh it typically takes till the next day because it doesn't um uh it doesn't process it fast enough for me to Get it out the same day with adding the multiple streams like I did when I only streamed to Facebook. I was able to create the uh, Podcast this at the same time. So I can't do that with the multiple streams for some reason Uh, The software doesn't allow me to do that. So but if you would like to sponsor uh, the the podcast this week in car audio. Like I said, right down below me, right below Jeffrey. We have these spots available. Just contact the one of us there. Um we have it. We split all the cost. We split the cost of putting the show together. We split the cost of whatever we make uh together one hundred percent. Um and uh, you know, Jeffrey doesn't help me get guests as much as I like to because, you know, uh oh. Roger there <laughs> and, Roger there's uh, kind of avoiding us. Uh, yeah, he's a shy guy.
0: I don't, I I got to trick him. I got to trick him into uh, doing Hey, yeah, hey. Yeah. S- sit here for a minute, Roger. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get him on the phone and then just put it on speaker and uh, you know, we got our guest this week, it's Roger. <laughs> he's a shy guy. Yeah.
2: So, all right guys uh once again thank you for uh chiming in here and uh being part of this week in cardio thank you to our guest rusty flowers thank you to my uh, great go- co-host mr jeffrey fernandez uh we'll see you guys next next week we're gonna do it on tuesday though tuesday because uh monday's fourth of july and uh, i'll be having a party at my house uh so my wife says i can't do it uh, jeffrey, <laughs> huh
1: Everybody's invited. To, uh, Everybody's. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll post his address on my uh. Well, my my,
2: Facebook page. my my address isn't very hard to find. All you gotta do is check it out on on uh, Facebook, so or YouTube yeah, or.
1: Doritos. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, don't worry if he posts my address, I'll post his. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Rusty's got an awesome backyard that he spent many, many hours building that looks actually pretty awesome. Uh, Well-designed xeriscape out there. Good job, Rusty, by the way. Um,
1: Thanks for your address. You're safe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but anyway, guys, hey, thank you for uh, tuning in this week. We'll see you next week on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. California time, the only time that does matter. And uh, (laughs) once again, thank you for tuning in to This Week in Car Audio. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.